do you do wait hold on do you have any do you have any good did anything funny ever happen when you were door dashing like this last winter oh yeah there's the homeless lady i picked up i haven't heard, wait what uh once you want you elaborate a little bit with that well i was like i was taking an order to the north though mcdonald's and for everyone who does not know north though in omaha is uh let's just call it the colorful part of town it is a pretty Anyways, segregated it, city. Oh, no, I meant, like, the beautiful culture, you know, like... Uh, the, life, uh -oh. the, lively, the lively characteristic. No, I'm just kidding, yeah. It's Ghetto West Book. Anyway, um... <laughs> um <laughs> so... <laughs> well, I was in North, though, ordering... Uh, doing the DoorDash from, at McDonald's, and... There was, like, it's right next to the police station, and there was this big fucking, like, chaotic scene going on next to McDonald's. And I, and I got out, and there was, like, people, like, well, there was, like, people moving away from, like, this, this, like, this, like, car was completely wrecked. And there were, like, five or six cop cars, like, all, like, storming around it. And this guy had crashed into a bus stop and completely destroyed it. And, and this late, these people were walking away from the bus stop, and the bus couldn't get through, and it just turned around and went the other way. And so this lady, and it was the last, it was like 10, and it was like the last bus. It was the last running bus. And this lady, and it was cold as fuck. I only know this because the lady told me afterwards. She kept, so this fucking, like, vagabond comes up to me, and it's like old, like, clearly a homeless-looking, like, woman comes up to me, and I was, like, holding it's, like, steaming hot, delicious-smelling McDonald's, you know, she probably, like, sucked it out. And she was like, she was like, oh, how are you doing, young man, or something. Like, she was, like, super polite. She's a really nice lady. And I was like, oh, I'm doing fine. How are you doing? And she's like, oh, well, that was my bus. And uh, now I missed it for the night. I was like, Oh, I'm sorry. She was like, "Can I?" She was like, "I'm and I'm really hungry. Can I have some of that?" And it's like the customer's order. And I'm like, "Well, no." <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was like December 24th, like December 23rd. So it's like Christmas night. That's fucked up. And, and, I, and yeah. I was like, and I was like, maybe I'll buy her like a cheeseburger or something. You know, be a good guy. And she was like, and I, and I was like, well, no, I can buy you something. You want something? She's like, no. Like, can you give me a ride home? And I was like, am I really gonna be like that heartless and say like, you know? Like, say no yeah, to, like, a fucking, like, woman who's, like, it's fucking freezing outside. She's not even wearing a coat. Yeah. You know? She's Mr. Bust who does some unforeseen fucking crazy accident that only happened in fucking Omaha, Nebraska. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, if you get in the car with me and do this DoorDash delivery, um, you know, I'll, I'll take you home after that. So she came with me. And, the, and she was, like, really hard to understand because she's total meth head. You know, they, no, like, teeth. She, her gum, she was all gummy when she spoke. So I couldn't really understand a word she was fucking saying, and I had my AirPods in. <laughs> you had your AirPods in? Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, because she was, like, I don't know, dude. It was, like, hard to listen to her. I don't know. Like, she was, <laughs> you know, she had, like, boom power. <laughs> you put in your AirPods? Yeah, dude. No, yeah. She kept talking to me. Like, I, like... Like, she was completely unintelligible, and she kept texting me. And she was, like, you could, you could understand, like, a little bit of it, but... And she, she kept, like, complaining. She was, like, talking about how my car was too cold, and she started, like, fucking with, like, all the levers and dials in my car, and, like, she was cranking the heat all the way up. She changed... She just, like, changed the radio channel, turned the radio all the way up. She wouldn't buckle up the whole fucking time. So it was, right, like, this great. constant... Ding, ding, ding. And, oh and, I told, and that's why I actually ended up putting my AirPods in, is because she wouldn't, she wouldn't buckle up, and, and I... I I kept trying to explain to her how to do it. She wasn't even that large of a woman. She just like I don't like some drug addled that she just couldn't put two and two together. Yeah, like yeah. you know how if you yank on it super hard, it gets locked up. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, they just, yeah, I just, I just couldn't explain that concept to her. Anyways, so we <laughs> deliver it, we deliver it, and I'm like, okay, and it's like a 10 minute drive. So it's like, I'm already, I was like, please, hopefully you live close. And she, and I was like, where do you live? I was like, hoping it's like less than 10 minutes, because, you know, like, I want to be gone from the situation, obviously. Well, yeah. Well, and uh, I, and she goes, she pulls out her address, an old crinkled piece of paper. She doesn't know it off by heart. She just pulls, she's like, oh, let me think. She pulls out a little crinkled paper from her purse, and it has her address on it. And I'm like, I look it up on Google Maps. It's fucking 30 minutes away. I'm like, no way. Like, I don't even think that bus line that she was going to go on even goes to there. Like, uh, so I, I, I'm like thinking like I'm, I'm like I'm like no way I just signed myself up for this like why like you know I should have just chose I should have just been a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. well, well, and yeah. uh, so I start driving there, and it's pr- the longest thirty minutes of my entire life. Um, where was it? Was it was it in Council Bluffs? No, it was way way north Omaha, like way north. Oh. So I'm driving there. The whole time I'm driving, she's like, like basically like like telling me her like life story, and it's like the most like sad. Like she was like, she was like, uh, telling me how she's like, just like recently like her family was all like dead or like in prison or something, and like, oh, I was like the one person you know that's like been nice toward this Christmas season, you know. Just hmm. so I'm just like I'm just like you know what I'm feeling good about myself. You know I'm really going away with this homeless lady. You know, I'm going to get some good karma. It's going to be smooth operation. So we arrive at the address. And I want you to know how long this, like, felt like. Like, it felt like an hour. Or maybe two hours. I believe it. And we, we finally arrived. Um, and I was, like, I was like, well, Merry Christmas. Have a good night. And she was like, uh, well, this, this isn't my address. Like, I don't, she, she was like, she was like what, she, no, first of all, the bitch said, like, she said, she said something like, can you read? I was like, what? She was like, can you read? I was like, what? And I was like, this is, I don't live here. And I was like, after she had been so nice to me, she was like, this is five minutes earlier, she was talking about how I like, saved her Christmas or some shit, you know? And then she's like, and I was like, I was like, you know, I was, I looked at the stop, I looked at the fucking little crumpled up note on her purse, written in plain fucking English, was, you know, whatever the address was, I completely forgot. But, and, and I, and I like pulled her, showed her the street sign, I showed her Google Maps, she's like, this is not my house. And I was like, Okay, I don't know. It's like at this point, I'm like, what do I do? Like, do I just what is the solution here? Like, yeah, right. I was like, do you know where you live? And she was like, oh, uh, like it was like it said like four six one three. Like clearly, as clear night and day says a number, but she was like, oh, the numbers are wrong. It's like four one zero three, and I was like, okay, because at this point, I didn't think that she wouldn't know her own address. And then I drove right. there. I drove there. And she was like, um, no, this isn't it. It's a red house. Look for a red house. <laughs> and I'm like, what? I'm on a random street in the fucking dark. She was like, it's a red house. All she could describe. And she, I said, she thought we were close. And, and she was like, yeah, yeah, we're close. Just t- start, she starts directing me, like, like, can just give me, like, left and right. End up just in a completely, like, just a dirt road, basically. Like, we go all the way. We go so, we go north, like, basically out of Omaha. Like, and, and, and I'm becoming more and more confident that she does not live here. Yeah. And I was, I was like, is there anyone that you can call? Because she clearly just, like, either the address is just wrong. Like, I'm, first of all, I'm just thinking that she's homeless, and she's just soaking up my fucking free heat in my car. 
I mean, I was like, yeah. what am I gonna like? What am I gonna do? Like, either I have to like, like, do I, like, what do you do with them? Yeah. Like, do you call the cops? Yeah. Like, like, what? like, do you go put, drop her off at the fire station? Like a little baby, you know? <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, like put her in like a little fucking like. Well, it was like a little, 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 basket, little yeah, baskets. Yeah, like a little fucking uh, basket. Yeah. Drop her on a step of like one of the apartments in like the big city. Like a Great Depression era story. And and she did have a phone. So I was like, okay, is there anyone that you can call? And of course she has no idea how to use her phone. And she's not saved any numbers ever. So she starts calling people just randomly. And the first person she calls, she just dials just a random number in her contact list. And the first thing, and she's on, it's on speakerphone, and I hear, oh, hi. And she's like, oh, who is this? And it's like, oh, I'm Ginny. I'm your caseworker. <laughs> <laughs> and she, she was like, actually, I've been meaning to get in touch with you. Did you hear what your landlord was saying about you getting evicted or some shit? And, like, and like your daughters. And I was like, oh, like, this girl is definitely homeless. She's definitely, like, like she's, I, I wasn't sure she was a crackhead until now. I'm like, yep, she's definitely a crackhead. Like, she's definitely, like, a crackhead. Damn. And I was like, oh, and then I go through, like, she, like, with permission, she, like, relinquished her phone to me because, like, she just did not know how to use it. So, like, I was, like, scrolling through her. Like, I used, like, the search function to, like, search her text for any sort of, like, address that I could find. She had, she did yeah. not know the name of the people she was living with. She did not know their name. All, all she yeah. knew is that it, it was, like, two, she just knew two random people who she has never called or texted and whose names she did not know. So, I started going through all of her texts. And she started calling random people on her, like, contact list, like, people that she's probably not spoken to in years, and going, do you know where I live? Did it work? And what the... No. <laughs> Everyone answered the phone, like, hello? Yeah, right, like, what the hell? That's wild. And I went to her text, and I saw the first message was from her landlord, and it was like, it was like, I'm tired of playing games with you, bitch. You better pay me my money. Or <laughs> like I'm fucking done with your shit, and it said like it, it said like you know how you see like the me little message preview, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like on the message preview, they're like, "This is your landlord. I'm sick of your shit. You better." F I was like, "Oh god, she got evicted, and this is like a fucking goose chase." Crazy. And so I'm going through her phone trying to find any like any like fucking scrap of evidence to point towards where she lives, and I ask her, "Have you ever taken any?" Like, oh, by the way, this is a fucking genius idea. And if I didn't think of this idea, I definitely would have had to, like, leave her in the fucking street. Uh, so I was, like, I fucking had, like, a Jimmy Neutron brain blast. And she had, like, one of those, like, like pixels, pixel phone. And I was, like, I used to have one of those. And I remember that has a feature. I put your iPhone off glasses, so it's not really that unique of a point. But um, she was, like, I was, like, are you taking any pictures on your phone at the house, at the place that you've been staying, allegedly saying? And she's, like, oh, yeah. And she, like, pulls up her pictures. And I scroll through them. And... Oh, Let, me just, okay, oh. Let oh. me just tell you. Let me just tell you. At the least, I, I clicked. I I clicked on the least bad of them. I'll say that, and it was a picture of her like feet in like a sexy position, like her like, like her bunions fully out, like on display. It was, and that was the best picture I could chose from to click on. And then I like. I location searched it and it gave me like the general by the way we weren't even close not even another 20 minutes away from where she actually lived jesus they want to chase and and i and i went to that area and then it, it doesn't give you the exact address it just gives you like the general location so we got to the area we drove around for another 10 minutes looking for her house and she finally said wait 
And I, I, I fucking halted the car, and there it was. A red fucking house, just like she fucking said. I was like, no way. El Dorado. I just was so sure it wasn't real. That's crazy. I'm so happy for you. Man, and how she got out of last the, night? She, she got out of the car, and she was like, she was like, uh, oh, you have you have my number. Just call me. I'll buy you lunch sometime. She never even asked me my name. Like, fucking, no, fucking number. Yeah, it's funny. You should call her and try and get lunch. Yeah, I was gonna say, that's worth at least two lunches, in my opinion. <laughs> Somewhere yeah, that's my that's my best door dashing story. Well, that's you. I, I was expecting some like little tidbit where you did like fucking Iliad and Odyssey type shit, going on a whole yeah, that's that epic crazy journey. And like looming threats in the distance, and like a lot of like in between characters. <laughs> yeah, I, wish I, intense. I wish I could have made it. Like, that this probably could have been a shorter story, but it was that's, the length of that story reflects how long that felt in my mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like that is insane. Like, have me st- yeah, it was terrible. I'm never doing anything nice for someone like that. Yeah, karma meter full. You're good. You maxed out on the karma, dude. You're gonna get reborn as uh, probably like uh, I don't know, like cast. Pat. You're gonna get reborn as like Pat Sajak or whoever the guy is does Wheel of Fortune. What animal besides a human would you most rather be reborn as? Uh, amoeba. Is that an animal? No, it's not an animal. An animal or plant or vines or bacteria. Fox. Or an otter. I think so something that's really about, athletic. Something cool about Arctic. No, no, don't like Arctic foxes. Like always, like, like they're they're like weird thing where it's like they like they like the way they like attack their prey is like calculating where they are in the snow, and then they like they fucking like leap up in the air and do like this heroic ass dive into like the snow hole to get the prey. But like if they're yeah. facing any direction but north, they like don't do it right. They have to be facing like magnetic north to like not fuck up the, the way they like dive. It's like really cool. Foxes are an interesting animal. Man, you know what we should see one of these days is we should watch Fantastic Mr. Fox again because I haven't seen that in a while. That's a good film. And I know that's one of your favorite movies. For sure. Wes Anderson, genius. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was watching some clips of it like the other day. Like, uh... Just to like... I don't know. I had like... It was like one of those... It was one of... (laughs) Yeah, that's the one. Um, But yeah, it was like a kind of like a Ratatouille moment. Like, uh... You know, where he... He, like the critic or whatever eats the ratatouille and he goes back to his childhood there was like some like involuntary memory thing that happened in my life or whatever where i was like you know what that reminds me of is like when i was a kid like had to have been like eight nine years old or whatever it was just like enjoying like a pretty carefree life like sitting on my couch because i was like sick and uh and like uh, for some reason fantastic mr fox is on the tv and i was watching that and i had that thing or whatever and i was like shit that was a really g- good fucking movie so then I tried uh, finding some clips of it on YouTube or whatever, and I was like, "Damn, you know, it's like it's it has a, such a nostalgic." Actually, a lot of Wes Anderson movies kind of have like a really like nostalgic feel to them. I don't know why. Even the they new ones. Do. Even the new ones. Didn't he make? Isn't that his newest one, The Lighthouse? The new one. It was called The French Dispatch. Oh, okay. Do you not, who made The Lighthouse? I think that was. Robert Eggers. Are you joking? Robert Eggers, American filmmaker. Best oh, known I for... Film, I thought he was a film critic. No, 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 that's Roger Ebert. 
Oh, what the fuck? Very, yeah, very, very close. I had never, yeah, I thought of that before. Um, yeah, the last movie I saw, I haven't seen a movie in a hot second. Last movie I saw was uh, Elvis. I saw that on the plane. Um, it was not very, I did not really like that movie. But that's kind of like, I don't know. I I don't really like biopics in general, because especially for like people that like are famous or whatever, because I feel like it'd be it's just so hard to make a good one because like everybody yeah, has their own like everybody has their own opinion of like what that person like means or whatever like what that person's story should be or something and it's just like if you're gonna make a biopic it has to be like someone that like zero like like fifteen people in the United States know like. Like, what's the, like, there's that one Scorsese movie, what's it called, like, where he's, uh, De Niro's, like, a fighter, it's called, uh, Raging, yeah, Raging Bull, um, that's, like, a biopic, technically, um, and I think, I don't know, I, actually, I think a couple of Scorsese movies are, are technically biopics, but the thing is, is that, like, the general population, like, doesn't give a shit who, like, Jake LaMotta is, you know, but, like, people do know who Elvis is, and, like, for me, like, I don't know, it was just not done, I don't really, I don't really care for that director, he also did The Great Gatsby, remember that movie, like, the one with Leonardo DiCaprio? Yeah, it's, it's okay. But I, I just don't, there's, like, some very bold style choices that I just really don't care for. He has a habit I of, know. like, he has a habit of putting, like, modern music in, like, those, like, in, like, period pieces, so it's like, you know, you're watching The Great Gatsby or whatever, and you're, you're expecting some, like, you know, some jazz, you know, like, what it should be or whatever, and then it's, like, putting fucking Skrillex in the background, you know, like, it's just, like, like I, I get what he's trying to say, kind of, if he's trying to say anything, I can get, like, what that would mean, but, like, it just doesn't feel right, like, at all. And he did, he did a lot of that stuff in the, in the Elvis movie, especially at the beginning. Like, there's one, like, there's one scene or whatever where they're talking about how, like, Elvis, like, or, uh, when he was a kid or whatever, he used to read comics or whatever. And then, like, it's done in some, like, kind of half-animated style. Did Elvis have an interesting life? So, uh, not really. I mean, like, like, not, not growing up, at least. I mean, it's pretty, pretty standard, like, just poor kid. Um, I mean, it, it was also, part of it was also, it was kind of told from the perspective of, like, his manager, who's, like, trying to jip him out of, like, just... I mean, just like every manager, almost, you know, trying to screw him out of, like, basically his life, just trying to squeeze money out of him. So it wasn't even, like, through the perspective of Elvis. It was just, it was a really weird tone. Um, I don't know. To me, like, Elvis, Elvis is, like, fucking, is, like... Didn't, he, didn't Elvis fight in Vietnam? Yeah, he, that that was part of the, um, they, they, uh, in the movie, now I don't know that much about Elvis, to be honest, but... In the movie, they say that's why his, like, mother started drinking. Was because, like, oh, my son's off at war. Like, I'm so nervous. Is he going to die or whatever? And it's like, there's no way they would fucking send Elvis to the front lines. Like, they had him doing some, like, regular-ass <laughs> shit. You know, like, who's fucking, like, sending, you know... Yeah, there's... Like, they'd be fucking... Like, they, they would be telling the opposite soldiers, like, hey, fucking look out for this fucking haircut. Like, <laughs> we can get them. And they probably didn't, they probably didn't even make him get a haircut. Think about the, I swear, think about this, like, social, yeah, victory that would have been. Like, you know, the space race mattered, but... If yeah, dude, Elvis to be at Kong, get fucking Elvis's head, holy shit. Yeah, that that, that, that would be so that. insane. That's, like, back, back then, like, where they would put, like, the head of, like, the Native Americans, whatever, and, like, on a stick or whatever, and, like, that's what yeah. like, the early pilgrims used to do or whatever. Like, that's, like, what that effect would happen have on us. If, like, you had, you know, the guy who's saying can't help falling in love, 
uh, on a on a fucking stick with a with his uh, his hair still gelled back with a yeah. It would just be. What's your guys' favorite Elvis song? He has this. The thing about Elvis is that he didn't even write a lot of his own stuff. So I don't know. Would would you include covers into that? Sure. Yeah, I think that. I think his cover of Unchained Melody is really good. I think he only did it a couple times live, but it's one of my it's one of my go tos. But there's a I, lot of, there's, I, there's a lot of classics out there though. I feel like I feel like if a if someone does like an unnotable like memorable version of a song like Watch all, Jimi Hendrix and Watch Power or like Frank Sinatra or wait he did like Girl from Ipanema. Um, yeah, like like if it's something like that, then I would say that it counts. But not if it's like a shitty cover. Have you? Yeah, it like those ones where it, like it becomes the definitive. Yeah, style the version. Have I you have you he- have you heard the uh, Bob Dylan version of? Uh... All in the Watchtower. I have, yeah, I, have, I, have. I think it works better, like for the context of the song, in my opinion, because like the uh, a lot of it, like I mean, like his like Jimi Hendrix is obviously like he's like the best guitarist of all time, and that's like one of his. Like, whoa, best, whoa, whoa, best whoa, whoa, whoa! That's a really controversial opinion there. Yeah, at least one of the best. You have to no, say that. You have to that's say not that. Not a controversial yeah. opinion. That's not a controversial opinion at all. Now, so I'm not, like, discounting that at all. I just think, like, the harmonica and, like, his, like, Bob Dylan's harmonica and, like, his whispery kind of vocals, like, it's, like, it's, it's like, it, like, there's a, if I pull up the lyrics, I bet, like, I'll find, like, evidence to my story, but, like, there's something about, like, wind howling or something, and, like, then he, like, does the, vo- like, the harmonica. Outside in the cold distance, a wildcat does growl. And the wind began to howl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the wind began to howl. Yeah, but no, I mean it, it's it, it. The Jimi Hendrix version is really, really good, though. I just don't think it. Uh, I just think the harmonica and Bob Dylan's airy voice kind of help create that feeling. Anyways, back to Elvis. You've got you've got a lot of good ones. I mean, you've got Jailhouse Rock. You've got uh, can't help falling in love. Wait, hold on. Did you say your favorite yet? Mm, my favorite. I like his country songs more. Like what? Mm, like Kentucky Rain. Um, hmm. I think question. I don't really. I don't really like Elvis that much. Generally, asked. I like. You definitely know way more Elvis songs than I do. I like his. I like his voice. I just don't think I like. It's one of those. It's almost like the opposite of like separating the art from the artist because it's like, I don't really care. Like I don't think he's like a fantastic songwriter. I mean, he 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 wrote like maybe two or three like pretty decent songs. I mean, he has a good voice, but like I don't know. I just feel like I like him more as like a like the fi- like what he represents, which is like I don't. I feel like Elvis is like the distillation of like. His generation, almost mm-hmm. like, but I, I don't know when he was born. I'm guessing. I mean, he must have been like 19 or something when he was like famous, like started to get famous. Maybe I don't know. That's just kind of a guess. Maybe like the 40s, and like so he kind of represents that. Like he was like the first big, like he was the first like superstar. You know, like sure you had like Frank Sinatra or whatever, like Marilyn Monroe or whatever, but like they didn't have like as big of an audience as like Elvis did for the Boomers, right? So, like, he had nobody to, like, he had, like, no role models to be, like, oh, like, that, like, 
like don't do this or don't do that or like this is good for you this is bad for you like watch out for your managers like trying trying to jip you or whatever like there was like almost no figure like as large as he was so, like even like like the Beatles or whatever like if you listen to like some of like John Lennon's like interviews or whatever he was like oh yeah that was like my that was my fat Elvis period or whatever and I knew I knew I was like doing something wrong or whatever so like he could at least like have that like example of being like oh shit like you know that's this is like a bad road to go down or whatever so so Elvis didn't really have that so he was like the first big star which puts him in a kind of precarious situation where like he just represents like he just represents like everything that was going on so like he he gets famous because he like I wouldn't say like it wasn't like a uh like a nefarious like exploitation of like black people or whatever but it, it was just like a white guy like can do what black people do basically i mean it was it that's what it was so like it, it shows you a little bit of like what the racial like situation was going on which was like black people or black culture like works on something for like hundreds of years or whatever and then it suddenly becomes very popular because like a white person can do it so like that's like already a very you think, like you think eminem is a good example of that eminem could be yeah eminem could be a pretty good example like not to take away anything from eminem or whatever but he did get famous because oh. he's a white guy who could do something that a black person could do um, like Larry Bird, bro. Larry Bird. And and then he got like he just he got he got really famous. He shot straight to the top. He did his little stint in Vietnam, which is more or less like you know it's kind of a spectacle. And then he comes back, and then he gets super fucking fat. He goes to, like Las Vegas and like gets super bloated, and like eventually ends up like dying on the fucking toilet. Like if that isn't like the perfect American analogy for like the baby boomer generation, like. I don't know like that's yeah. like that's what i would do like if i had directed elvis you know like that's like what the story would be about but like it was just a really weird yeah. it was just a really weird like portrayal of like the events it was like really insane but i don't know that's just like uh-huh. that was just like my hot take on it i, I like the guy who was acting in it austin butler apparently he's been talking in like an elvis accent um or like elvis impression or whatever still because he started doing he started doing the movie like during like a uh, quarantine basically or whatever so he started doing the voice and like he almost like never interacted with anybody else so like he still mm-hmm. talks in the voice and like people were like oh he's just like doing it for attention or whatever but like as a person who like even spends like a the slightest amount doing like an italian accent sometimes or whatever or like like insert any impression or whatever like sometimes like even like after doing the voice like by accident like you'll slip into it so i don't th- i don't yeah, think he's, i don't think he's lying i don't think he's lying i think he's i think that's just natural yeah, right. Practice preach. Preach practice. Hello, my name is uh, Austin Butler. Feels so bad. I've been like over here sliming it up for like the past hour or so. I don't know. I feel very sleepy. I don't have a lot of good material for you guys. But it is interesting to learn about uh, illness. I appreciate it. Did you guys see that movie about, uh, well, what's that guy with AIDS? Freddie Mercury? <laughs> what's that guy with AIDS? <laughs> Come on, there's like four famous people with AIDS. Magic Johnson, Freddie Mercury. Actually, that's it. That's actually it. I can't think of so any there's, others. There's like, for like Parkinson's, there's Michael J. Fox and like fucking uh, Muhammad Ali. You know. Yeah. I can't think of anybody else with AIDS. Fuck, yeah, okay, okay, okay. 
Yeah, no, I, I, didn't, I didn't see the, the, the Bohemian Rhapsody. I didn't see that one. It was good. I liked it. I just, I don't know. I just feel like certain people, like, kind of hear those, like, you know, like, they've already made, like, so many Alexander the Great movies. They've already made so many, like, I don't know, like, World War II movies. I want to hear about something that's, like, haven't. Dude, the Trump movie? Hold, that's going to go insane. The Trump movie will be crazy. Alec Baldwin should play him. <laughs> You're fired. You're fired. <laughs> <laughs> I love how he came. <laughs> Our minds were in oh. sync. That was beautiful. <laughs> oh, no way. Man, actually, speaking of, yeah, Alec Baldwin, man, that's, that's really funny. They, I think, didn't they, like, recently, like, come out with a verdict or whatever on that? They, no, it's, I thought he was gonna, yeah, it seems like he's gonna get charged. I, I was so surprised, he, like, like, there must be more going on than I thought there was. Like, I don't even understand how this is, like, still even a conversation. What was it, like? Because, like, well, because, like, it, I think there's, like, a lot of misinformation going around. Like, he was, like, talking about, like, how he just wasn't even the one that shot, like, like, from, from now on, I understand, he basically just picked it up, like, aimed directly at her, and, like, shot her. Like, yeah. Her. Yeah, that's Which, it. Like, it's, it's, that's still a no-no, even if it's, like, I don't know. But, like, at, he said that he wasn't even the one that pulled the trigger at first. I mean, I still, like, I still don't think that he should get jail time. No, 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 no. He but, said, yeah, he said, it like, it, it just shot by accident. Like, he didn't pull the yeah. trigger, right? It was not... Okay. Yeah, that's what he said, yeah. Well, like, I, I'm pretty sure that's, like, clearly not the case. I, I was I was going through his Instagram. I was going through his Instagram, like, a month ago or whatever. I was scrolling through it. And, like, there's this, like... He's still posting, like, every week. Like, it's, like, hilarious. Like, <laughs> dude, did you see the one well, that like, he posted about, like, the anniversary of the shooting? Yeah, I did, yeah. That <laughs> is unfortunate, but, like, I don't think that his... Dis- like, why does his career need to be, like, how... Like, I, I don't think it's his fault whatsoever. Like, no, no, no. Like, oh, I don't, yeah, yeah. Gun safety, like... I, yeah, you know, I, I mean, like, who, who's going to be gun safe? Like, we've all pointed. Like, we thought it was a fake I, gun. We I was, was going to you know? exactly. I was going to say, like, what he did was, like, yeah, like, you should, so like, sure, you should, like, fucking, like, have gun like, safety or whatever. But, like, you don't understand, like, the fucking joy you get, like, when you're, like, anything that resembles a gun. Like, we're fucking, like, pointing our phones and shit, like, in, like, elementary school or whatever. Like, any, like, it's just a very, like, adrenaline rush, like, thing to hold a gun or whatever. I, I don't blame him at all whatsoever. But anyways, I was going through his Instagram, and, like, there's this one post he has. Hold on. Let me see if I can. It's November. Fuck. It's November. He posts so much. It's hard to get through all this stuff. November 1st, 2022, if you want to, like, actually look at it. And it's still kept up. It's really funny. He is, like, he's a really big Beatles fan, apparently. And this is him. This is a little video of him. If you can see that. He's holding up that album, right? And the title of that album is called Revolver. <laughs> and he's just showing it around. <laughs> Wild. And I was Check like, out, guys. I was like, there's no fucking way like somebody hasn't like in the well, comments like said like what about the revolver? Imagine if he was like, oh, just kidding, guys. <laughs> Well, like, like yeah, since right. when, since when in the past you're gonna cancel? Like, I'm not saying that she wasn't like an important person, but like, I don't think she was like critical to the production of the film. Like, they probably would have replaced her. Like, since when do you like, like you know, during you know, were they just given up on like the fucking Golden Gate Bridge after like ten workers fell off? No, you. 
Alec Baldwin gun. Oh, apparently, apparently never I'm used. Fact- I'm getting fact check right now. In real life, apparently she was important to the. She was, uh, apparently she wasn't that important. How about how about a tragedy in three sentences? Uh, <laughs> Baby shoes for sale. Yeah, um, bought the wrong size. <laughs> Alec Alec Baldwin gun for sale. Never shot. <laughs> oh, I, yeah. I'm sorry for ruining your bit. I, I, I forgot that was your bit. <laughs> Anyways, no I, I, I just, just cut, out, cut out what I said. <laughs> yes. No, that's fine. Um, the uh, I tell you, I was watching. I didn't finish this movie. I was watching uh, the Hunt for Red October with Alec Baldwin in it mm-hmm. or whatever. He's like movie. he's like some like CIA anal- Oh, that's a, that's, a sum- that's a submarine movie, right? Yeah, it's like a very like it's a very like bro movie. Like I feel like only men can enjoy it. I don't feel like women would really appreciate the subtleties um anyways in the movie sean connery plays like this russian guy or whatever and so does the guy from uh fuck what's his name i think it's sam neil the guy from jurassic park or whatever and it's really funny because like everybody else like in the submarine like has like an american or sorry like a russian accent or whatever but then there's sean connery with like like a scottish accent and like pretending to be russian and you know, it's like it's just it's so jarring to be like to hear like uh oh, fuck. Can I even do a Sean Connery? It's like uh oh, Sean Connery. Uh yeah, Sean uh, uh, the, the the Soviet uh, uh submarine uh is is flying directly uh one hundred and sixty meters per second, yeah, uh, in the proximate direction of you know and everybody else is like uh da, you know, uh, uh, back in the old Soviet Russia you get uh, these uh uh, discrepancy between the the submarines and the U-boats in World War in World War Two or whatever, and then he's like, uh, uh, "I'm the commander here." You know, it's it was very it's a very jarring experience, and that's really my only critique of the movie so far. I'm only halfway through, but it is a strange casting, uh, and no disrespect to to Sean Connery, the, an absolute legend, but um, but it is it is a little weird. And the Jurassic Park guy's there, I think. I think that's him. I'm I'm almost ninety. I'm like ninety percent sure it's him. That's a really good. Movie. Oscar, have you seen Jurassic Park? We should watch that. That's like a that's like a hangout. I've only seen like small increments, like going in and out of the room when it's on. But it doesn't seem like of the classic sort of genre that I try to stay a part of. The last time I saw that movie, I noticed there's like this. There's like a really good, subtle bit. Um, well, I was gonna say it's not really a spoiler because you know, like the dinosaurs kind of wreak havoc in the movie. But dinosaurs win. Part of the stuff that's essential to the plot is that, like, um, so one of the guys is uh, 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 Jeff Goldblum's character. His name's Ian Malcolm, and he like asks, he asks like the geneticists or whatever. He's like. Uh, well, how do you stop them from, like, breeding, you know, like, and creating, like, more dinosaurs? Like, how, like, what's the process to do that or whatever? And then, like, the scientist is like, oh, what we do is, like, we genetically engineer them in such a way that, like, some enzyme doesn't happen or whatever, and, like, so they're all female. And then, so, they're like, we we know that, like, there's absolutely zero percent, like, breeding in, like, the, in the thing or whatever. And then, um, and he's like, well, uh, you know, that's like where the fam- he's like he has a famous quote where he's like, well, uh, life uh, finds a way, you know, and basically trying to say like you can't like ever control like nature is like basically what he's saying, and um, right. so there's I trust like I've seen the movie like a ton of times because like, I was obsessed with it as a kid or whatever. I saw it like the last time I saw it, I noticed like in 
like maybe like a third of the way or maybe a quarter of the way through the movie, there's a scene where um, Alan Grant, he's one of the main characters, or like the main character of the movie, um, he's like on the fucking helicopter and he's like, he's got a, uh, he's got a seatbelt with, but it, like it doesn't like click or whatever because he has two female parts to it. And he's like, oh, well, what am I going to do? And then he ties them up together. And then he like, it's supposed to be like a little funny gag or like, what am I supposed to do here or whatever. And I just good, noticed yeah. that for the first time, like, like that, like, Dude, really, I think like, you might be like, you might be like, like, that's kind of crazy for the first person to notice that because that movie has been like thoroughly analyzed. No, I don't think I'm, I don't know. I don't think I'm the first person to ever notice that, but it was the first time I noticed that, like, for sure. Um, it, it's definitely, like, a subtle, like, thing that, like, you would have to watch yeah. the movie at least a couple times to, like, catch or whatever. But it's, like, a really good, like, I was really proud of myself when I saw that. I was like, oh, I finally fucking put it together. Like, life finds a way. Like, he's tying the whatever. Like, it was really cool. Yeah. I was really proud of myself for that one. Yeah. Yeah, that's fucking rocks. Being a nuclear... Speaking of nuclear disaster movies and shit like that, have you guys seen Failsafe? I don't think so. You should totally watch Failsafe. You guys, we should do a Failsafe movie night. That movie is so like it's, a, it's another example of a movie that like only guys, the guys, it will have you on the edge of your seat. Girls, it, you will literally hate it. Sounds delightful. Like, yeah, go watch Twelve Dancing Princesses. <laughs> well, what do you guys think is the girl movie that got? Because I I like girl movies, you know, like Under the Tuscan Sun, you know, like uh, Freaky Friday. I mean, I'm a big fan of chick flicks. I used to watch a ton of chick flicks because I because my mom was yeah. like super into them or whatever. So no, I, I I've seen I've seen them all. I mean, no, like, Hallmark movies. I think Hallmark movies are the ones that yeah. I can't, I can't. I can't. I can't. Fucking suck, dude. I can't watch Hallmark movies. I do like are good. Chick, chick flicks. Chick flicks are good. Um, like I don't know. Have you ever seen like Have you ever seen Thirteen Going on Thirty? Oh, that's a uh, that's a good Wait, one. Wait, who's the main girl? It's, I think it's Jennifer Garner. All those all those Jennifers are really like just kind of are the same person to me. Like, there's a ton of like, like Jennifer Je Aniston, yeah. Jennifer Lawrence, Jennifer. Yeah, there's a lot of Jennifers that kind of just all kind of can are in the same area of my brain in my memory thing. Because there's like Jennifer Love Hewitt also. Like, they all kind of did chick flicks like in the '90s, like early 2000s. So it's like. It's really hard to like differentiate I their really, careers. Dude, I really like Jennifer Aniston. I like all of her movies. I like Jennifer Garner a lot, and I like what? You mean Lawrence, not Aniston? No, I do mean Jennifer Aniston. Yeah, Jennifer Aniston was that movie with uh, Adam Sandler. It was a good movie. What's that movie called? Just go with it. Just go with it. Yeah, good film. That's a fucking funny movie. I'm a, I'm an Adam Sandler fan. Adam Sandler's a great. We've we've said this before, but like Adam Sandler has the career that we want. Yeah, literally precise, just like fucking around, just making bits with all the same fucking dumbass ten friends, making millions. Like, oh, I have to shoot this movie by the beach and have like really nice hotels. I, I was when I was listening to Norm Macdonald's like uh, ebook or like uh, audiobook, I was like, Adam Sandler is also the guy who like got Norm into, like, Hollywood, so. Like, I don't know if Hollywood's the right word, but got him to show business. Yeah, I can see that. That's great. Have you Cannon? seen... Who's the other guy that he's friends with? That's the, um, he's also... David, in David Spade? 
David Spade, yeah, he's so funny. David Spade is hilarious. David Spade is so funny. David Spade is like one of my favorite comedians now, and I just like I just like experienced his work for the first time a few weeks ago. I saw David Spade. I'm trying. I'm I'm about to watch this show called uh, fucking man. I can't. It's like a show about. It's like a meta show. It's like a, a show about show business. It was on HBO, and it like took place in the '90s. Uh, the Larry Sanders show. Yeah, that's what it's called. The Larry Sanders show. And I saw the first episode. And it's got David Spade in it from like the 90s or whatever. And he's like doing like a bit. Like he's like he used to do stand-up. I mean, all those guys used to do stand-up or whatever. And I was like surprised like how good like... I don't know. Stand-up is in like such a shitty place today. Like... Really? You think so? Stand-up today? Absolutely. It's like so... Like the... Like the... It was just so much better like in the like 90s. Like... I... I really don't want it to be, like, a, you know, somebody, like, to show me, like, the fucking picture of that plane with, like, a ton of, like, bullet holes in it. It'd be like, oh, that's just, like, a recency or whatever, the uh, survivorship bias thing or whatever. But I really do think, like, comedy was just, like, better, like, in the 90s. Like, because, like, now it's just, like, literally just two camps of, like, of, like, guys who think, like, oh, like, I can say whatever I want, like, uh, 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 I identify as, who fucking cares, you know? Like, like yeah, I can think of two notable, like, uh, like, Bert Kaiser, is that his name? And, who's the other guy? I don't know. Uh, who's the other famous, like, dude that's, like, what's that guy's name? Andrew you know Schultz? About. Is it Andrew what? Schultz? You're thinking about no, Andrew Schultz? Uh, he, like, he likes the one that does, like, the bit where it's, like, um, you know, like white, all oh, like white women are now all of a sudden they're turning against wh- white men. Like he does a lot of like bits about like, that kind of stuff, like a lot about like oh men and, like, oh do do you, like Bill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bill Burr. Is it? Yeah, I think it is. I would say I don't mind Bill Burr that much, but he does get into that territory a lot, where it's just like no, just, I, I don't, I don't mind him either. I'm just saying prov- provocative, yeah, provocative, just for no reason, and like every single like when you go on Netflix, like search up like uh, uh, yeah, it is Bill Burr. That is funny. it's like it's it's always like the same face of like, like eyebrow raised, like doing a little this or whatever. Can I say that? He's got like a little piece of tape like around his mouth, like oh, I'm being censored. Wherever it's like you just got a Netflix deal for like. A million dollars, like, that's not, whatever. And then, like, the other side is, like, women who are, like, who basically do, like, a TED Talk, you know, like, on stage or whatever, who's, like, it's, like, oh, yeah, it's, like, uh, uh, my pussy is, like, a, is, is, like, a, is, like, a, like, a melon that has a hole in it or whatever, and everybody laughs for some reason because she said, like, vagina or whatever, and then, like, 30 minutes, like, if you just skip 30 minutes, it's, it, it just goes into, and then he touched me. <laughs> 